Welcome to the HR Matters Podcast. HR Matters, because people matter. This is the place where you can listen to fresh ideas about working together with topics that really matter, together with insights into the changes you can make in your organization today. This is for you if you have a keen investment in the people within your organization and in yourself as a human being. Featuring Marlene Fluch. Hello. And myself, Lisa Dempsey. So I'm really excited to talk to you, Marilyn, about this, this topic today. It's just the two of us today, but I know this is one that we are both really passionate about. And it's this idea of feedback, feedback, everything that it is, everything that it isn't, and everything that we need to unlearn about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Not just any type of feedback. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because, you know, feedback is this thing that I think in all businesses and all organizations, we're continuously told it's really important. We need to do this. And yes, it is. But I think there are some really old legacy ideas that we hold about what feedback maybe should look like, how it happens, even when it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, I think most people, they come into organizations and there's this annual performance review process that maybe twice a year, there's a conversation, there's, you know, the objective setting and, and doing that. And then at the end of the year, there's the, how did you do? And that's in a lot of places, like that's the only structure that's given. But what we know is that's really broken, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't work out very well, does well, it? <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I loved an example that you just gave earlier about, uh, uh, you know, if you have someone on your team who just makes really bad racist jokes and you think, oh, I can't wait to tell them that in our annual performance review in nine months from now. <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> Yeah, that's really dysfunctional. You know, if you if you wait until it, it, the end of the year to come with this great big laundry list of, okay, mm. hello, here's this great big list of everything that didn't go well. Yeah. Yeah. Human beings don't really, we are not designed to receive that kind of feedback. And we, nobody has a time machine. We can't go back and undo all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just, you know, another example is, um, you know, if someone shows up late regularly, do you address it? Do you have a conversation or um, do you dive into the rule book and see if there's any rules in the, you know, in the handbook or in, in, in the, the legal handbook in your country that says if you're late more than five times or if you, if you report tick for more than this many days a year, you will get fined, you will get punished, you will get, I don't know, fired. You know, it, that is another way of, of really avoiding or dysfunctional feedback, of, of coming back with, uh, with a rule or a regulation that you think will fix the problem. Right. And how often does that happen in HR? I mean, I know in my yes. career, my goodness, I, I do not have the ability to even count the number of managers who showed up, you know, at, at my desk, in my email, on my phone yeah. saying, hey, there's this problem. What's the rule against it? Yeah. And, and HR you know, people too, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in a Facebook group where these types of questions come up 
with HR people. Like, oh, this is the situation. I mean, right now, does anybody know the the legal ramifications for this? Yeah. What's the rule against it? What's yeah. the law? Can you help me, please? Remind me what what is the law uh, around this? You know, that's that's on people's minds, and even with uh, employees, with team members, they say, "I'm being treated like this by my organization." Uh, I don't think this is right. What can I do as a legal recourse? Can I find a lawyer to punish my employer for treating me like this? Right. Yeah. Um, that is also a type of feedback. You know, you're to, you're doing something that I don't think is okay, and this is my feedback. My feedback takes the shape of of getting a lawyer. <laughs> So, you know, when we're defining feedback for this situation, it's all those types of things that you try to send as a signal to the other person to indicate that, that you know, what you think of what they're doing. <laughs> and like these examples indicate, that's not always helpful. No. Well, it's and it's really what we know now, you know, in in this time and place is it's also just not really effective. This, this mm -hmm. is not an effective way for human beings to be together. No. Right. And it gets in the way of all of these other things that we've regularly talked about on the podcast, but we also just, we know from social science, we know from leadership science, we know from all sorts of things. It, it doesn't increase effectiveness. Mm -hmm. in organizations and with human beings. It actually gets in the way uh, and it gets in the way of these important things like authenticity, mm -hmm. right? You know, we keep on talking about, it's really important to show up in an authentic way uh, in, in workplaces. That's the birthplace of innovation. It's the birthplace of creativity. It's the birthplace of really thriving in your workplace and thriving yourself individually. Mm -hmm. But it's impossible for human beings to be authentic if they only get feedback once a year, if, they, if there's only space for that conversation, you know, in, in very small limited doses, or if it's going to be this space of these are the rules and this is what you did right and this is what you did wrong, because yep. there's, there's absolutely no, punishment. <laughs> right? yeah. there's no employee handbook that will ever be thick enough to cover like the gamut of human behavior. Mm. <laughs> it's just impossible. Yeah. So we need to really redefine feedback in a different way and, and make it something that looks much more like a constructive, continuous conversation, mm. regular ongoing dialogue where we get yeah. to visit these things where we get to hear what our impact has been yep. so that we as individuals can recalibrate and and do the best because again you know, the thing that something I regularly said in my in my HR shoes mm -hmm. <laughs> in corporate spaces you know when people would show up with performance cases and you know all kinds of frustration whether it be mm -hmm. the employee or the manager Nobody turns up at work intending to do a crap job. Mm. Like, I really honestly believe that. I, I, I don't know how that lands with our listeners, but I, I really <laughs> honestly believe nobody wakes up in the morning and says, you know what, today, today I'm really going to mess up and I'm mm. going to make life really hard for everybody around me. Well, even, <laughs> even if there's one person that you in your career or, my, or you know, you listener 
have encountered that does show up like that, that is the first person that you want to have a conversation with. What is going on here? Okay. It looks like you're showing up here to make a mess. What is What's going happening? On? You know, and, and that is so much more constructive than calling your company lawyer and saying, okay, how can we fire this person as quickly as we can? Um, you know, sometimes you want to do damage control, but it's always the conversation. Um, and, you know, I think good feedback is always in the shape of a conversation. And of hearing the other person's perspective, of, of seeing what is actually going on, because all that other stuff, all the end of year annual performance reviews, all of them... Uh, diving into and, and rewriting your handbook that is all just trying to fix a symptom and not really going to what is actually going on and what is actually helpful for what is going on what I'm what I'm making up that some people may think when they hear this is but if I need to have continuous conversations that is going to take so much more of my time than just one conversation where do i find annual, the time about, yeah and your performance <laughs> review is just you know oh it's a slog it's a struggle and at least it's only once a year um let's address that yeah. <laughs> shall we yes please because you're so right there there are i think not only is is it the question of where do i find the time but also what are the words mm -hmm. how do i even say this yeah yeah. Um, and well, let, let's start with where do I find the time? <laughs> yeah. Because, um, you know, in my view, having these conversations is going to save you so much time, especially brain space. Having those conversation off, conversations often is going to help you get better at it, make it easier, make it quicker, and also address issues so much sooner uh, align with the people on your team and your organization so much quicker and um, you know everyone can, can just go on with their work rather than spend so much time thinking about it trying to fix it talking to someone how am I going to fix it you know that's the thing that takes a lot of time and brain space yeah yeah actually you know my my question for those people thinking immediately oh, where am I going to find the time mm -hmm is what is not finding the time for that two minute conversation? What is that costing you? Yeah. What is the cost of that to you and your team, the people around you? Yeah. Because it, it, it is, you know, it, it, there, as you so rightly said, there's this mental load that you carry when you know that, oh, you know, so-and-so, gosh, they're going to be on that project again. And they just, oh, they spiral just in so many different directions. And, oh, it's, I'm so uncomfortable about it. And it takes up so much time from everybody else because then they have to try to rein it all back in. And mm -hmm. then they get frustrated. And then I have to spend time with them because now they're frustrated about this person who's doing this. And, oh, you know, and it just suddenly, gosh, wow. Yeah. What a tremendous amount of time spent on just trying to like limit, mitigate, work around. Mm -hmm. ah. Or or let 
let let all of you get so much slowed down by all of that you know getting slowed down by something that's not working well yeah it's so much better to fix it or or address it and talk about it I don't know if you can fix it but you can address and talk about it sooner yeah exactly I was gonna say I think the fixing it not so much because I think that's another thing that a lot of I've seen a lot of managers try and do is they they want to fix it and they feel like if they don't have the fix, if they don't have mm. the answer, why even talk about it? Because they don't have anything important to say. Yeah. You know, they, they, they're not the leader and they don't have the answer. Well, hello, we know that that is not leadership. <laughs> That's command and control. That's not leadership. So you know, yeah. what is actually leadership is getting invested in your people and trying to figure out, hey, so I notice that, you know, we get into these kinds of projects or these discussions or this type of work and things kind of spiral a little bit. Suddenly, you know, you, you, you want to have all your fingers in all these different pies. What is that about? You know, mm. what's going on for you? Why, why does that feel important? Yeah. Yeah. Asking and then, the why and then asking the why again. What, then why is that? Why is that? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah. How come that matters? How come that happens? Even with someone who, you know, who regularly shows up late. How, why is that happening? Uh, rather than make assumptions about it, like they're lazy or they're rude or whatever. Or they don't care. That's usually the one that I know a yeah. lot of people go to. They don't care. They don't yep. care about this job. They don't care about, well, yep. Or my manager's always late for our meeting. They don't, they, I, I'm not important because they're always showing up late. Right. Yeah, yeah. Could be, there could be lots of reasons why that is. Uh, and you, could, you could think there are good reasons or bad reasons or something in, in between, but asking that question uh, and then asking it again, so then why, you know, really diving into that, yeah. that's so much more helpful. And there, and there is something, so I frequently, I, I have a lot of clients who feedback is a topic for them, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it's hard to give the feedback. It's hard to receive the feedback. Mm -hmm. It gets in the way of teamwork and all sorts of things. And there's a really simple, simple structure that can be given that, Mm -hmm. that can be useful. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it originated, the model originated from the Centers for Creative Leadership and it's SBI. It's where Mm -hmm. you first talk about a situation, what was the behavior, and then what was the impact. Mm -hmm. And that just having that tiny little framework of situation, behavior, impact. So how did that make me feel? So how did it make me feel when you turned up to that meeting late? I felt like I wasn't important. I felt like I was the least important thing in your day. That can make a huge amount of difference mm-hmm. to, to not only bringing context, but in a very clean way, you know, it, without it getting into this messy, you always, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah, you know, all of these limiting mm-hmm. things that, that just automatically make people very defensive. Mm-hmm. Um, bringing context, but also bringing that meaningful, like vulnerable impact. That thing of, you know, when, when this happens in the team, it makes me feel frustrated. Mm-hmm. 
because I wish there was a better way. I, I believe that there's a more effective way, but I, I need to know what's going on for you and how can we get there? Yep, yep. And just asking those open questions, it's hard, but it's so valuable and it yeah. makes the conversation a real conversation. Yeah. Yeah, and I like that paired with the other thing you said, of, I, I, I wanna know what's going on for you. I appreciate it as well. What are some of the things that you use? What are some of the words? What are, because mm. it, it is uncomfortable. I mean, this is, there's an honest truth in feedback is a place of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. It's vulnerable both for the person giving the feedback mm -hmm. and it's vulnerable for the person receiving, receiving this information. Yeah. So it, it's an, it's going to be uncomfortable Yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. True. Certainly. Um, what are some of the words you use? I was just thinking, I was, I was just saying, ask why and ask why again. What I do, and um, this is a very different context, but I think it's still valid. Um, when, I, when I'm asking my kids something, I've figured out that when I ask them why they did something or why something happened or whatever, they find it very hard to answer. But when I say, and I, you know, I'm Dutch, so I'd say it in Dutch. It's like, who comes that? How did that happen? How come? Yeah. Uh, suddenly they, they find it so much easier to, they don't get lost in their answer. Yeah. So how come, how come this is the case? And, you know, combined with what's going on with you, uh, I, 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 uh, that's something that works really well for me. <laughs> how come? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. There's, there's a, there's a softness to it, but there's a, a genuine curiosity and that that opens up the space for a connection and it takes away that defensiveness of the why, you know, sometimes people, it's kind of like the thunderbolt of why, why? Well, crap. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know why. I, I don't yeah, know why I messed up. I'm, just, up a reason and I'm real sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. You know, I've, I've been here for so many years. I still haven't gotten that promotion. Uh, uh, I'm uh, for me that's disappointing because I was really looking forward to it and I think I'm ready for it but what's going on on your side or how come what do you think because the, you know I'm, I'm giving this example on purpose because it's also it, you know it's not just a manager having this conversation with someone in their team it's also just about you know you having a conversation with your manager or your HR person or you know it goes in all the all directions Oh yes, well feedback well, is two-way. This yes. is feedback is directional, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It is not hierarchical. And that is so important to understand. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So uh yeah, you know, like we said earlier, this is a really wide definition of feedback because that also that that all falls under feedback. It's, you know, giving something uh giving a signal about what you're experiencing. Yeah, well, and, and it's it's really just sharing information. Yeah, I like that too. Right. Yeah, that's really and inviting information, getting curious about the information that is to be found on the other side with that other person. Yeah, and that that's the two way bit of it is is you know you're sharing your information. This is the situation. This was the behavior. This was the mm -hmm. impact, and then you know being permeable to. Oh, there was a completely different story going on. Yeah. There was something that that day that your manager, you know, 
didn't turn up for that meeting. It had nothing to do with you and your value. It had yeah. to do with something going on for them. Yeah. Or that promotion that you didn't get, it isn't actually about you. It's about something else going on inside the organization mm-hmm. that is totally removed from you. Yeah. It, but it's that two-way on. street. Yeah. yeah. And maybe there is something going on that is not right. Uh, but having what I like about having the habit of continuous conversations is that you know you can have one conversation and maybe plant a seed and someone starts thinking about that they won't have a good answer or they won't know exactly how come uh, they won't know what's going on for them but because they weren't even aware they had no idea that that was even exactly so in that one conversation you won't get that information but if you have continuous conversations, if you get back to that topic again, then that person will have thought about it or, you know, even in, maybe not even consciously, it'll be in the back of their mind and, and there will be more information in those follow-up conversations. Yeah. And it gives them space to explore and expand and, and grow as a human being. And, yeah. you know, that is actually what leadership is all about is yeah. is helping other people grow not doing the growth for them and not judging them and not telling them everything that is wrong it's stimulating them to grow and you can only do that if you're having regular conversations you are sharing on a regular basis what different impacts are and you are equally open to you know what your impact is so that it really is that two-way dialogue it's that two-way street it isn't just you know the the boulders rolling down the mountain (laughs) 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 and I what I really appreciate about that is what you know the spectrum is on the one hand it's it's not getting stuck in those situations where you don't have the conversations but on the other side of that when you really get it right it's enabling and allowing people giving them the space to be who they are to be more of that to bring all that you know to that authenticity is about you know you bring the good stuff that you get to bring um and and taking things out of the way of, of letting that happen right and, and that, it, that is, it is so important to unlocking the real value of, you know, authenticity. You know, I think authenticity has gotten such a bad name because it, it people A, overuse it and B, they misuse it, right? Mm. They, they go, well, I was just being authentic. Well, now I'm very sorry. You were not being authentic. You were being <laughs> rude and inappropriate. Mm. Um, <laughs> and and, you know, we need to have a conversation about it. I think, you know, there's a lot of that, that because people haven't been having the conversation about it, mm-hmm. you know, authenticity has been used and abused and, and gotten a very bad name. Yeah. There's a real power to it when people can show up, but it requires this layer of conversation yeah. Yeah. And, and permeability of both sides to understanding, yeah. okay, so that that's, that's what was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's um, you know, a very brief summary of it is uh, someone saying, well, that's just how I am. Yeah. And yeah. then, you're, you know, your answer in the conversation could be, 
uh, yes, and, and how what your behavior, the impact of your behavior is this. Yeah. Is that the impact you want to be let's, having? Yeah. Let's talk about your impact. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your top tip? I'm aware of time. I, wa- I want to mm-hmm. hear your top tip on this, this topic. Um, well, my, my top tip is, is just do it. <laughs> Have the conversations get, you know, get better at it. Just get the habit of it. Uh, start seeing what it brings you. Start enjoying it more and, and see what happens for you and allow yourself to be more of you there as well. I don't know if that's a long list of tips. <laughs> no, I think it's great. I think to just do it, you know, that, that that's where my head goes is, just do it and be comfortable in the discomfort of it. Yeah. Cause it just, it is, it is uncomfortable and it is an act of vulnerability. Yeah. And it, it gets so much, it gets better. That's another one then maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It gets so much yeah. better. Yeah. You only get uncomfortable when you first start out doing this, but after, after a short while that goes away. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for Diving into this topic with me, Mario Line, it's been, I think there's obviously a whole lot more that we could say about it, but I think <laughs> hopefully this is a good starting point for people in organizations who either are noticing the problems with annual performance reviews and how mm-hmm. feedback just isn't working, or even the people who are already on that journey of continuous conversations, but having a hard time finding the time and the words. Yeah. Those are really important things. Yeah. And if you're listening and you do want to continue that conversation with Lisa or with me, um, then do feel welcome to to reach out to get in touch. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. And thanks everyone for listening. We really appreciate it. You can listen to our podcast directly online. It's really easy to find us on your favorite platforms such as Apple, Google, Spotify, and others. Please subscribe to make sure that you are the first to learn about our latest episodes and give us a rating and review. We'd love to hear your feedback and topic requests. (laughs) What's on your mind in the workplace? Let us know. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye.